Hey everyone, it's Jonathan, and this month I'm re-releasing all the episodes I made for iHeartMovies on the original Star Wars trilogy, including the holiday special. These weren't Disney when they were made, but I guess they are now, so hopefully you'll enjoy these either way. Twas the night before Life Day, in a galaxy far, far away. Looking good, tree, food, decorations. Coming together heroes were. To celebrate the day. Please be a cape. Please be a cape. It's a wrap! This is so cool! We've seen my master. My master's master. Concentrate. My master's father. Impressive. My master's father's master. Emperor Palpatine. Hey everyone, it's Jonathan, and welcome back to both our 2021 Christmas coverage and our semi-regular Star Wars series following our previous episode talking about the Star Wars holiday special. While we were recording that one, Nikki reminded me that this Lego special was a thing, and I'd forgotten about it, but once we were in the Star Wars holiday spirit, we couldn't not cover this one too, so let's keep the Life Day miracle going and bring back Nikki to talk about the Lego Star Wars holiday special. You thinking what I'm thinking? Music! A time of joy. This is... Hooray! A friendship. A family. Are you guys master skywalker my son i mean my these binary sons you want to shoot first after you so had you seen any lego star wars stuff before oh this? yeah yeah i've seen a couple things um there were some like little special bits um that were on tv from from time to time and i mean anything lego tends to be pretty damn adorable mm-hmm. like lego star wars the lego movie they know how to connect and make things really fun mm-hmm. and the one thing i can say without without fear of being wrong at least from my perspective i shouldn't say that the one thing i can say <laughs> <laughs> that i know deep down with this special with whatever else i have to say about it it felt like a Star Wars thing, like the connection between um, like Poe and Finn and Ray. Mm-hmm. I wish I wish there would have been more of that in the sequel trilogy. <laughs> I was kind of thinking the same thing too. Like above and beyond everything else, like this this felt so much more. I don't know. It felt more, and I know that we didn't have like Daisy Ridley and um, the other two, Poe and Finn. Like the, and Oscar was, Isaac and Boyega, John Boyega. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this felt <laughs> this felt so much more like there was humor between them. You can tell they were mm. friends. There was honest, you know, connections. And I don't know what that says that it had to come through Lego for. <laughs> <laughs> but that was really one really cool part of this. Like the people behind this knew how to write it. Yeah, I th- the, the the thing that I thought was interesting not that and again like i think i've said this before i don't hate the sequel trilogy i love a lot of it but especially how the lego version handled ray and finn like having her train him to be a jedi i thought that was great and i would have loved to see something like that in the sequel trilogy Well, and I remember when um, this came out, they were talking about how it confirmed that Finn had force powers. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't remember them. I thought they downplayed that in the sequel trilogy, and it's been a, a yeah. while since I've seen it. But No, yeah. they they 
they maybe made some hints to it, and apparently that was supposed to be what all of his, I don't know, remarks his ability about. To... Right. In the last one, it was he made a bunch of weird statements like "I've got something to tell you" and <laughs> all the stuff that people were taking as like some sort of romantic talk, and I don't know. Apparently, it was talking about him having the force or whatever. They right. just did not write it very well. No. So it didn't sure. really come across. <laughs> well, you could even take that back to and and not that this is obviously about the sequel trilogy, but you could even look at um like how he was able to kind of overcome the stormtrooper indoctrination and be his own person. Mhm. Yeah. I don't know how true this is, but I've heard talk in the past week or so that Kathleen Kennedy has been talking to each one of the cast members and they are apparently open to reprising their roles in some form. So if that's the case, I hope that they get better writers. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the thing with, with this whole thing, like, and again, obviously this isn't sequel Star Wars, you know, a sequel trilogy discussion, but you kind of do have to talk about it because, yeah. you know, it, it this does encompass a lot of that, you know, that there wasn't an overarching theme yeah. to the sequel trilogy. Like, you know, the, the first one went in one direction. The second one went in another direction. The third one felt out of nowhere. And each <laughs> one of them had their strengths and weaknesses, but uh-huh. there wasn't the, 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 the main goal of all of them just seemed lacking. I mean, say what you will about the, um, the prequel trilogy, but it had that going on where it had yeah. one, you know, it had one story to tell. Yeah. And this story, although it did talk about Ray, it took her, you know, to one end of the country and then it dropped her off somewhere in, in the middle of like, you know, the, the Pacific ocean. And then it took her to the other end of the country. And then, you know, we don't know how they got there, but Hey. Yeah. Well, I suppose we can get into this actual special instead of <laughs> talking about the sequel trilogy. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure the sequel trilogy will come up a, a oh, little sure. bit more, but. Well, it has to considering the way that this specific, tri- the way that this went, it, it has to. Mm-hmm. Have you watched any of the other, I guess prob- it's probably just The Mandalorian at this point, the the live action Star Wars stuff uh, on Disney I have Plus? Seen, I have seen a couple of The Mandalorian like episodes. I've not seen okay. the full series. Well, if you've seen at least one, then you know what I'm going to be talking about. I loved that they took the intro with the lights shining across the different helmets and turned it into Lego form for this special. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a really cute, creative touch. No, they did a lot of cool stuff. Just like, you know, kind of honoring all the stuff. I didn't see, and obviously Solo, you you have Han show up. But I, I was kind of sad that they didn't bring in something from Rogue One. Mm. Or nothing that I noticed. Well, like when they were traveling around. But they didn't really have um, Jedi per se in that. So there wouldn't yeah. be a specific correlation to it. I'm trying to think if there was. I mean, there was so much in this. I, I feel almost, Overwhelmed. I mean, I didn't have time to do to go and watch it again but i feel like i should have just so that i could take more notes about all the stuff that was going on in the background because (laughs) this thing was was like chock full and i probably won't even have caught half of what was going on because they just had jokes everywhere about everything oh yeah yeah they did it they they covered everything really well i will say that yes you could definitely tell that this was written by fans like oh, yeah. they 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 know their stuff and they were able to speak to every era of fans in some mm-hmm. way and this is very random but i was 
I made my notes. I've been making notes on my phone instead of paper because it ta- takes less time. <laughs> and sometimes I'll do voice to text. So mm-hmm. the, the first thing that I wrote was that I was saying that it was narrated by Yoda and he's uh, telling us what life day is and that Ray and Finn are going to Kashyyyk. And I fully expected to have to go back and rewrite the word Kashyyyk because I didn't think my phone was going to do it. It mm-hmm. got it. And nice. it even spelled it correctly with oh, three nice. Ys. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I, I would also like to say that the uh, Star Wars, uh, the Lego Star Wars open was much, much smoother than the holiday special. It would have been awesome, though, if they would have put in something like um, the Incredible Hulk won't be showing tonight or whatever. Oh, or would have been, been preempted or whatever. That's that's the one thing that I feel like this was missing was more nods to the holiday special. Oh yeah, like I really I, wanted some send ups of the things that happened in that. Oh yeah, well, and especially for as bad as the holiday special is, which obviously we've both seen it. A lot of people watching this will have seen it. Uh-huh. Um, I was hoping for a little bit more, even even if it was just like in the background, you see someone doing like the you know beat beat whip stir you know all that stuff <laughs> just something like that would have been hilarious like i, I was so hoping great. for a little bit more from that besides just chewy's family showing up yeah and what was the family supposed to be the family from the holiday special because i oh, didn't yeah, catch yeah. anybody's names so i know there's a bunch of them a, yeah they talked about it a little bit but they were the only wookies that showed up to this thing despite it being on kashik okay yeah, I wasn't um, sure if it was so that we're doing another thing to go back and look for if I watched it again, but I wasn't sure if this was supposed to be the exact same Wookiees. Yep, it was. And actually, um, when Lumpy enters, so he was the obviously the little short one. They actually yes. used the distinctive growl. Yes, I, I did from notice that. that the the baby bear noise that we talked about in the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> that that I noticed. Yeah. So I guess the main crux of this whole thing is they're going to throw this giant life day party and aside from ray who gets most of the special that's what all the side characters are doing that's like the whole point they're throwing this party on kashik in the millennium falcon yes that i was like why are they doing it in the ship why don't they go to the wookies a a tree house even if it's not chewbacca's yeah and the trees like they didn't and i guess you can't go extended universe with this because, or I apologize, the, the proper term um, for the old books. I don't think it's extended universe. Is it whatever the the, the old books before Disney bought everything? Legends. 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 They describe Kashyyyk as being like like normal sized trees would be like the you know the giant redwood. So like General Sherman and stuff would be kind of the way that was. Oh yeah, I think you might have told me that. At least one. that's, but that they might have changed that up with, um, with you know, with with when Disney bought it, they might have brought oh. it down to earth. Because I'm trying to think, like with the prequel, even the prequel trilogy, when they're on Kashyyyk, I don't, I don't think they were that high. No, I think I don't it was think like so. there was giant trees, but it wasn't like it was probably you know. more like redwoods. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then they had some normal ones too. But anyway, um, yeah, it, there wasn't a lot of trees around for it being, you know, a tree planet. Mm-hmm. But like we said, this starts with Ray trying to teach Finn to become a Jedi, and she thinks she's doing something wrong. She's followed all the Jedi texts, and she's still having trouble teaching him for some reason. And she, then she thinks she found something that will 
make teaching a whole lot easier. And it's something that can only happen on life day. So she leaves the party to go to a planet called Kordoku, which I should have looked up. I didn't know. Is that something they made up for the special or is that a real planet? You know, I'm not honestly sure. Let me look it up quick here. I've got images of Kordoku, but it doesn't tell me. Sorry, it'll just be a second. I looked it up and the first link to Wikipedia brought me to the page for the world between worlds, which is specific to an arc within Rebels, Star Wars Rebels. But I don't think that was ever mentioned as a planet. But that kind of makes sense because when she actually gets to this place, I was reminded of the world between worlds. So maybe there's a connection there. I don't know. But I don't know that there was ever a planet mentioned for that. All right. It says here... Kordoku is a mountainous world that houses a Jedi temple covered with snow and trees and a cloud-filled atmosphere that contains waves of green-pink light. The world appears white and blue. After the destruction of the Sith in the First Order, Jedi Master Ren Skywalker... And, okay, this is just the story of... Okay, it looks like it's specific to um, to this specific special. Okay. But that is interesting that Wikipedia brought me to the world between worlds because I made that connection and it doesn't mention a planet name on here. So I don't know why that's the first link that I got when I Googled it, but. And that might be possible. It took me right to the, um, it took me to the homepage for Wikipedia. It didn't actually take me into any specific entry. So Hmm. Google can be weird sometimes. It can be. Yes. It's, (laughs) it's driven by the force in a different way than we understand. (laughs) But it took you where it needed to go. Yeah, because that the world between worlds is, I don't know what, it's like, I almost want to say it's outside of time and space. Nice. But it's one of those things where I don't want to say too much because you haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> I'll get there eventually. I'm sorry. Yes. I will eventually get there. I'm, I'm just, yeah, I'm terrible at TV shows. <laughs> That's fine. One, one of these days we'll start doing some podcasts and we'll get you through some of this but the <laughs> the, the the arc with the world between worlds I, I really like that arc and it's really interesting nice well i can't wait to get into it then your enthusiasm for the subject has <laughs> made me want to pursue this one thing that i was not really confused by but it got it got slightly annoying was everybody kept talking about how ray needed to make tip yip which I ended up looking that up, and apparently it's some sort of chicken-like animal that lives on Endor. And I don't remember seeing one, but apparently they're in Return of the Jedi. You know, I think they do actually mention it. Like, I, I think, and I could be wrong in this, but I think the Ewoks do mention it at one point, I think. It does sound like something an Ewok would say. It sounds like, tip-yip, like that's kind of how they talk. Oh, so, okay. But it does say the word tip-yip first appeared in Ben Burtt's 2001 book, uh... Star Wars, the Galactic Phrase Book and Travel Guide, as the Ewokies translation for fowl. Huh. Okay. And then, as of 2019, various dishes, including uh, fried Andorian tipyip, are served at, gla- at Galaxy's Edge. Uh, yeah, I saw that. I was like, that's that must be how they get they serve chicken. That makes sense. <laughs> On in, in Disney World or Disneyland, they and it also call appears it in the Mandalorian. So. Okay. I don't remember it, but Chapter maybe 16? it's one of those background things. Yeah, it's very possible. 
and the thing is with star wars with anything star wars nowadays i mean you could say that about anything with nostalgia like it's there's so much stuff tossed in the background just to be like for an eagle-eyed viewer to be like oh my god there's that thing yeah that's true so so anyway she leaves them to do their own tip yip (laughs) (laughs) and she ends up going to kordoku and she finds a key that opens a portal to the past and winds up on Dagobah. And, and I absolutely love the effect, like with all the little tiny, like um, clear Legos that they use to make mm, the portal. Yeah. I, I love when the Lego movies use Lego to do effects like that. Oh yeah. There's one specific one later that I absolutely love, but I'll talk more about that when we get to it. So <laughs> I really like how, she ends up like time hopping all over the place and it, it cracked me up cause she's watching Luke and Yoda for a while mm-hmm. and then uh, something attacks them. I think it might be like a Dianoga or something. I don't oh, know. It's, a it, tentacle. it's the, it's the, the, so the thing that pulled, um, uh, 3PO under or sorry, not 3PO R2D2 under. Oh, it was okay, one of yeah. those creatures and then they get attacked from behind and that okay. kind of shows that they, even though they're not in that time, they can still interact with that time. Yeah. So then they have to escape that thing and they wind up in the Phantom Menace. And I, <laughs> I thought it was hilarious that Obi-Wan was so bored of talking about trade disputes. <laughs> that was, uh, of like the early scenes, I think that one is probably my favorite. Like it's just so goofy and it's 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 lego at its best like uh-huh. when it when it doesn't try or, yeah you know it, it's just doing what it does and that was awesome yeah it was just an effortless joke because that's one of the biggest <laughs> complaints people have about the prequel trilogy is too much politics yep. and, and so to have obi-wan it's just so bored <laughs> <laughs> And, and with this Lego figure, I kind of loved how, like, the, the braid thing that they have, it's not attached to his head, it's it's on his actual, like, torso. Okay. I didn't so notice. I, I guess I noticed it later on in the show, but um, when all three Obi-Wans are together, but yeah, his little, like, the little Padawan braid, as compared to it being on the side of his head, it's actually just down on his, it's a, it's a sticker mm-hmm. piece on his actual body. Yeah, that makes sense. I like how their hair comes off at different points. Oh my god, that was hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Again, another just funny, like, like, that's one thing across the board that Lego does so well. Like, it doesn't take itself too seriously. Uh And it can be used in ways that any other, even a clever spoof, can't just because it's Lego. Right. Like having somebody's hair come off for no reason. It's just funny. (laughs) Because then they can snap it back on like it's no big deal. Exactly. Exactly. Or it goes like flying around in circles or whatever. I loved how going through here, she eventually ends up at the Death Star. I th- I guess the, the second Death Star because Darth Vader is whining about the name being too derivative. And <laughs> he wants to name it Starkiller Base instead, which is the name that they eventually call the planet that they turn into Starkiller Base exactly. in Force Awakens. 
And the emperor says that's the stupidest name he's ever heard of. (laughs) (laughs) And the fact that it's in this, it's called Star Death Star Two. Like that, just I love it. But my favorite thing about this set is this, like this stuff on the on the second Death Star, was how every time they go to the exterior shot of it, there's a piece that falls off. Yeah, I noticed that. I was like, what is that thing? Is it supposed to be like something launching or is it just losing bits? It's just losing pieces because it's still in progress. <laughs> <laughs> I also thought it was weird and hilarious that apparently the Sith celebrate Life Day as well. Well, you know, it, you can you can be evil and still want to enjoy holidays. I mean... <laughs> And Darth Vader got the Emperor a present. It was the galaxy's best Emperor mug, and he hates it. (laughs) It even had his face on it. How could you hate that? I'm the only Emperor. (laughs) (laughs) They did a good job with making him pretty evil. (laughs) In a hilarious way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely so. And, of course, the Emperor eventually sees this portal... And he tells Darth Vader he has to get whatever made it. And they end up doing another time hop chase, ending up with a a lightsaber battle on Hoth, which leads to meeting the earlier version of Darth Vader, and then they're battling with each other. (laughs) And the the poor troopers don't know which one to follow. (laughs) Yes. It it all got so, so ridiculous. It got silly quick, there's no doubt. (laughs) They they end up falling through, and we'll go through it, but portal upon portal upon portal. Like, the amount of, of poor innocent souls, not innocent, <laughs> the amount of poor souls that got pulled through these portals and, and onto, they ended up at Tatooine, yeah? Uh, Tatooine was the last stop. It was like a waterfall of Lego pieces falling out <laughs> of the sky. <laughs> it's like you took a bucket and just dumped it over. I did love, though... There's there's at one point where they're lightsabering through time and they end up going through the planet where I can't remember which one it is. The the Mandalorians there with baby Grogu. Oh, that is hilarious. <laughs> and that they, were, they, they were just going, Oh about baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody had the same reaction because of course baby Yoda is freaking adorable. Yeah. And then as soon as he's out of sight, they start fighting again. <laughs> <laughs> you can't fight in front of the baby. That, that would just be rude. And I guess at that point, that would have been the only Star Wars like show back in 2020. The, the li- live action, anyways. Yeah, yeah. There would have been animated ones, but I mean, not There's that probably they would want to touch on that. But like everybody knows the Mandalorian and Baby Yoda. So oh, yeah. they're probably less likely to go and spoof something that happened in the Clone Wars or Star Wars Rebels or Star Wars Resistance, which is at this point probably the most obscure one that's canon. Yeah. Well, it's like they didn't have like I don't remember seeing anything for Rogue One, but again, yeah, you, know, um, you can't you can't do everything, especially this is no. only like forty five minutes, I think. So exactly, that is one weird thing is they're kind of rolling along like. You've got Han talking to Han. You've got, you know, obviously Luke talking to himself. You've got all three Obi-Wans going, well, hello there, which was awesome. <laughs> but they never had anything with Leia. It was kind of sad. Like, they, she, you see her in the background, but then there, that's it. Because didn't her hair come off at one point? I feel like I remember her putting her buns on her head. 
Did she? I don't. Remember. I don't remember. I thought she did, but maybe I'm maybe. thinking of somebody else. It's totally possible. Maybe, I guess. maybe my brain invented that because I just wanted <laughs> to see Leia put the buns on her head. Oh, that would have been hilarious. And maybe they were trying to be respectful of you know not having someone voice her. I'm not sure, but could have been. But yeah, she was in there, but she was not a focus at all. No, I think she showed up as a force ghost in the end. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. She did. Oh, the Greedo thing, where they oh. both, where both Hans shoot Greedo. Oh my god! Yes. Was, <laughs> would you like to, or should I? Let's do it together. <laughs> solo, solo. <laughs> and I, I loved how later, I maybe it's not him, but it looked like he he was alive again later in the show. He just waltzes in and yells McClunky, <laughs> 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 calling out that weird added line from the disney plus version that everybody was so up in arms about oh actually they mentioned that here when a road when a rodian uh guest arrives on the falcon in this special he says the same word yeah that was just calling out that one specific weirdly <laughs> added scene from a new hope well you know when not, in doubt... not even an added scene it was just an added word Yep. <laughs> I don't even remember how that came to be. Like, it was something that he'd added years ago, but it never made it into a cut. But it ended up on Disney Plus somehow. And then everybody was mad about it for a while. Yeah, but that now, doesn't now take it's hilarious. Much. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't take much to make a Star Wars fan mad. No, that's very true. It's very true. <laughs> but I just, I just love that they had that guy waltz in and yell, McClunky! <laughs> Oh, this is interesting. Um, this may be one of the few episodes of Star War in the Star Wars universe where the phrase "I've got a bad feeling about this" is not said by a character. Although Ray says, "I have a good feeling about." Yes, it. I noticed that. I liked that twist. And the fact that Itchy and this is kind of like when because they go back and forth between Ray's journey and preparations for Life Day. Mm. Itchy looks normal, and I'm not sure how I feel about that. <laughs> like he doesn't have a weird face. Well, they all kind of look normal. That's why I was kind of confused whether they were supposed to be the same characters. <laughs> <laughs> they all just looked like Wookiees. Yeah, they did. They no, did. But nobody was terrifying or hideous <laughs> or creepy. Yeah. <laughs> Which now I don't know if I should prefer that or not. <laughs> well, it depends on... I don't know. Because, like, even though the holiday special the original holiday special is i mean i don't even know if that's considered canon or not i don't think so yeah. i doubt it i seriously doubt it i guess it depends i mean that would kind of be where you'd start i mean by my by my estimation being that it was produced by george lucas i mean if you can have the terrible um like wookie cartoons that came out in the 80s considered to be um canon in theory so should the uh, star the holiday special, but you know, it is what, what it is. What Wookie cartoons? Oh, that... there's a couple of cartoons that took. Pl no, I'm sorry, not Wookie. Uh, Ewok. There's a couple of Ewok cartoons that came out that were like post um, uh, Return of the Jedi. Okay, and the, they're considered canon now. I think so. Let's see. Huh. I I, I thought that they were. I but... guess I assumed that anything that wasn't the movies or Clone Wars that happened before the Disney purchase was not canon. I, but I haven't looked up each individual thing to find out. I just assumed that 
whenever the transfer happened, they only took the movies in Clone Wars to continue. Let's see. He said the films he created as canon. But that well, might I, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of skimming here, so I could be wrong. What what's the name of it? I'll look it up on it. It is called Ewoks the Battle for Endor Caravan of Courage. This is not helpful yet. Normally you get on Wikipedia they have links at the top. One says canon, one says legends. This does not have that. It wasn't great. Oh wait, it says legends in tiny print up here. Oh, oh you're right, yeah. Okay. So Never mind. they're not canon. They're okay. legends. Sorry about that. That's fine. But th that that does bring up something. I want to find some of that old Star Wars media that they made and do that at some point too. We have to do these look weird and I want to I want to watch them <laughs> oh, at some point for the podcast. From what I remember seeing, and it's been ages, but they are beyond weird. <laughs> well, that's perfect for us then. Yes. Right up my alley. <laughs> and I drag you along with me because <laughs> I can. And insert evil laugh here. You don't have to pull too hard. Yay! <laughs> Especially if we get a good podcast out of it. Oh, you know we will. <laughs> Okay, there's some weird-looking creatures in this. I just clicked some links. <laughs> be careful of the links. You have to be careful. <laughs> I guess I'm spoiling myself. Now I know what a Gorax is. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and they have pet boar wolves. Ooh, that sounds awesome. It is nightmare fuel for children. <laughs> well, look at half the things that came out in the 80s. And at least one Very of these true. came out in 84, so. <laughs> Anyways, we probably should get back to what we were supposed to be talking about to begin with. <laughs> yeah, that might not be bad. I, mean, I don't even scheme. remember what brought us to talking about <laughs> <laughs> boar wolves and goraxes. <laughs> well, we had fun coming here, however, so, you know. At some point, they also end up picking up kylo ren and i thought it was hilarious that the emperor just loves kylo so much and kylo tells him his plans for naming star killer base and he loves the name now even though he just told <laughs> vader there was the stupidest thing he ever heard of well you know i mean it, it's the person that says it it's how you sell the idea mm -hmm. I, I i forgot to mention too we we're talking about the the party happening and there was some gift exchanging going on, and Lando got a gift from Admiral Akbar, and he was saying, "Please be a cape, please be a cape." And Admiral Akbar <laughs> says, "It's a wrap," which <laughs> 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 is like it's such a dumb joke, but I loved it. <laughs> Again, those are the best kind, though, because you have to kind of be paying attention to catch it. Uh huh. There was there's oh. a lot of things that was just like. That's such a dumb joke, but I love it anyway. And then, like, Max Rebo showing up was Oh, yes. Great. And they're wondering where the rest of his band is, and he says something that you can't understand. They're like, oh, my condolences. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what happened. 
Oh, well, they all ended up in the Sarlacc pit because, you know, Java came back as a force ghost and we don't talk about it. <laughs> uh oh, now I'm kind of wondering, were they on that sail barge thing that crashed in the desert in episode um, six? I think they were, actually. Oh, no, they all died. Maybe they did end up in the Sarlacc pit. <laughs> I hope not. Rebo and his band were great. If Boba Fett can escape, maybe they got out too. Oh yeah, yeah no. <laughs> we'll we'll say that they that they got out on escape pods. There was the yeah. band entrance, and they got out the back. I think some people will be happy if they died, though, because a lot of people hated that dancing lady with the long lips. Oh, Snoo Snoo, was it Sai Snooties or something like that? I think it was Snoodles. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I now she it... was. I she thought was, she was hilarious. Oh yeah, she was great. The other dude that they brought in for the um I didn't the like the guy with versions, the weird nose. Yeah, see that wasn't in the original thing. That was added. So they changed up a lot of the songs as they went along and yeah. It was a sad day when they did that. <laughs> we'll talk about that eventually. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Yeah, so anyways, they eventually go to find Kylo. They don't go to find Kylo, but the Emperor has decided he wants to see what happens in the future, and he finds out from Kylo that Vader is going to betray him eventually. And I I I mean the logical thing would be to just kill Vader right now, but he doesn't, but because this Emperor is the dumb version of the Emperor who's hilariously <laughs> stupid. He just decides he wants to change history anyway. Yeah. But he, he doesn't do anything to actually change history. <laughs> you know, this this emperor actually reminds me, if you've ever seen, um, uh, what is it, uh, Robot Chicken, this emperor is quite a lot like that version of the emperor. Okay, I've seen clips of Robot Chicken, but I don't think I've ever seen like a whole episode, and I don't think I've seen the Star Wars episodes. Yeah, there are specific Star Wars episodes, and then there's also little clips. I'll see if I can track it down for you later, so... That's another thing we should do sometime. Find the different Star Wars spoofs and do an episode on that. Oh my god, there are so many. I mean, you could even go back to um like I think it was in 1979 there was one called Hardware Hardware Wars. I feel like we talked about this in another We probably episode. did. But it was um they had like the Millennium Falcon. I I think it was like a waffle iron and um the um Star Destroyer was like a giant like clothes iron. That makes or maybe it was a that kind of makes sense. They do kind of look like those things. Yeah, but I mean, there's there's um Chad Vader stuff you could go with. There's a series called um, so this guy called Steve Odenkirk did like a series of things where he superimposed his his eyes and mouth on a thumb, and it's called yes, Thumb Wars. You you, to, you sent me that, and I haven't watched it yet. That's okay. <laughs> but yeah, there's I mean, you could do Family Guy, you could do Robot Chicken. There are so many spoofs. Animaniacs. Oh yeah, even even spaceballs. Yeah, I mean you could spend you could probably spend a year covering all of the Star Wars spoof stuff over the past forty fifty years. Maybe just every once in a while we'll we'll do another one instead of trying to do it all at once. Oh no, no, absolutely. I mean, like I say though, you could you could cover like there's there's so many spoofs of it. Mm. I mean, how many how many shows have done something that revolved around the Force or lightsabers or whatever? I love the uh, the Kylo Ren like oh please put on a shirt thing that was that was pretty <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, the what's his name Hux, 
Yep. <laughs> Walking in on him, like posing and dancing and being really <laughs> weird. I love how they take things like shirtless Kylo Ren and just do a hilarious spoof on them. Yeah, again, that, though, go ahead. When that came out, I remember that was like all anybody was talking about was shirtless Kylo Ren. Whether they liked it or they didn't like it, it was like <laughs> the talk of the Twitterverse oh, yeah. for a while. And I love that they decided to spoof that in Lego form. Well, and again, they didn't, and I don't know if Star Wars in general, like how they are on, on like the top levels, but at least at this level, they are able to make fun of themselves and not take it too seriously. Yes. And that, that's, I really liked that about this. Yeah. That is probably one of the strongest things to come out of anything regarding Lego. Yeah. Cause I, I know I've seen some Lego Star Wars stuff in the past, but I don't really remember a whole lot of it. So I feel like. This will probably stick with me a little bit longer because there was a lot of really creative stuff in this. Not yeah. that there definitely wasn't the other. I just don't remember a whole lot. It has been several years since I've seen it. Yeah. Well, and two, I think, you know, the other star, the other Lego stuff, at least within Star Wars, it, it's like, you know, it, it's released, it does its thing. But this is, this has such the, the, the term holiday special in Star Wars has such like a, a connotation mm-hmm. like people are going to search this out before they search out everything else because of the connotations that are associated with it mm-hmm. if you know star wars at all more than likely you know that there is a holiday special and that it's <laughs> awful <laughs> yeah they should just put it on disney plus and get it over with i bet it will be there eventually it may take oh, several sure. years before they <laughs> decide they finally can do it but Let's just do it and get it over with. Yeah. They'll probably do it for like the 45th or the 50th anniversary or something. Because it just hit 42 years um, in uh, 2020. Okay. Yeah, I bet you're right. Once they get to the point where people can know it. that it's ridiculous and not take it too seriously. They'll uh, they'll wait until George Lucas, you know, they'll have to wait until George Lucas, uh, you know, joins the force before they can... Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. And not that I'm wishing that, but I just think he is like it hit him so hard on so many levels. I don't I don't think you're ever going to get that. Yeah. Well, at some point everything has gone wrong and Force Ghost Yoda shows up. And I think he said something about teaching ray the true meaning of life day or something i don't remember (laughs) it was his whole speech was like equal parts moving and ridiculous oh yeah which is kind of yoda in a nutshell (laughs) on on a side note i love like when they go grab um like luke from uh a new hope like the Mm -hmm. the blue milk constantly showing up yeah (laughs) that was weird and i loved that it was in a milk carton oh yeah yeah (laughs) but i guess the ultimate point of this whole thing was that she needs to be friends with finn in order to train him better and she wasn't acting like his friend she was being too tough on him and 
I guess once he's done giving all the speech, he's talking about everything is messed up, and he says something about the the power to fix everything was in her all along or something, <laughs> something right. very ridiculous Deep. and cliched like that. <laughs> well, and too, like every the first, so she goes to see um, you know Yoda and Luke, and then she goes to see um, Qui Gon and Obi Wan, and then Anakin and Obi Wan, and they made mistakes Mm. and that's kind of you know the fact that you can make mistakes as a jedi master as well there too so yeah so then she's somehow able to conjure a portal of her own out of crystals which doesn't really make a whole lot of sense but i don't care (laughs) it's lego (laughs) and she ends up back at death star 2 with young luke and they have an epic battle. Kylo is sent back, and <laughs> Ray eventually t- leaves with young Luke, and <laughs> Vader is just so fed up with the Emperor that he just chucks him down the mine of the shaft <laughs> with no fight. There's no fight. He just picks him up and <laughs> jumps him over. <laughs> And then he throws the galaxy's best emperor mug after him. And this is like my favorite part of the whole thing was the emperor sees the mug and suddenly he's regretful about how mean he is. And he has this whole Scrooge-like transformation, like Scrooge at the end of A Christmas Carol, where he's going to change his ways. And then he's obliterated. Well, you know, he, he made up for it at the end. I mean, that's, he, he, he seeked redemption. And it was a life day miracle. <laughs> oh, I loved that. It was so ridiculous. <laughs> she eventually ends up going back to the party, apologizing to Finn. And then Finn cuts the table in half, trying to carve the tip yip. As you do. <laughs> I mean, that maybe that's part of their great tradition is just, you know, carving a table in two. <laughs> and then they have some kind of a weird dance party <laughs> and <laughs> i love that yoda appeared to deliver like the final moral of the story and he's dressed in clothes like i think it's supposed to be like in the frosty the snowman special one of those rankin bass oh, 70s yeah. animated specials but yoda's dressed like that i thought that was hilarious <laughs> i'm trying to think if it was yukon cornelius or like i don't remember who the snowman was at the open i don't remember i haven't seen those in ages i never i I never really liked them as a kid so i haven't watched them as an adult oh that's okay i've thought about doing a a podcast on them just to see if i would feel differently now than i did as a kid but i remember thinking that they were kind of dumb and boring so i just (laughs) didn't didn't watch them well i'll forgive you this time but uh you do it again and uh (laughs) we might have to have words (laughs) okay well maybe we could do something for christmas in july and you can make me wisen up (laughs) No, no, I wouldn't do that. If you want to, I'm 100% game, but uh, no worries either way there. But yeah, that's basically the end. Everybody eventually got put back in their proper timeline. You never saw it. You just saw like portals flashing around Tatooine as she's running around. (laughs) I guess just showing that everybody gets back to where they're supposed to go without actually showing it. Exactly. Well, yeah, you see... um... Where Luke um, goes to look at the two sons in um, A New Hope. And then all of a sudden, yeah, there's just all these portals <laughs> in the distance. Just over the hill. Yeah, um, it's 
ridiculous. <laughs> so I'm kind of on the fence about this. I don't know how you feel. Like it was cute and it had a lot of cool stuff. And as a Star Wars fan, like it does hit like, like the little moments, you know, like with Quagon mm-hmm. and, and Obi-Wan talking about hating trade deals. And yeah, like th- those bits were really fun, but it didn't feel like it was, they just used life day as kind of a, an excuse. Yes. Like it didn't have anything about actual life day. There were only four Wookiees that were part of the whole celebration. Uh-huh. I it, it, And I know that they're trying to hit a lot of stuff, but it just, they were even throwing Christmas stuff in there. And I know that you get, and you want to connect with a certain audience, but let it and be what it was. Have it be a send up. <laughs> yeah. It just, it felt like there, like it was so, it was, and the Ray part was great. There was a lot of fun stuff with that, but it mm-hmm. leaned so hard into that side of it and yes. not into anything else. No, I, th- I thought the same. I liked a lot about this, but I wanted more Life Day stuff. I wanted more holiday special stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, was, it was fun and funny for what it was, but I wanted, I guess I, I just wanted more. It's just, which I suppose is good keep them wanting more but i wanted yeah. more to begin with about specifically the actual holiday special oh yeah 100 percent. and it probably sounds terrible but this could have been 25 minutes and it would have been great you know they kept yeah. kind of go like it kind of like oh we're going here oh we're going back to this bit and that bit and the other bit mm-hmm. it got to be a little bit much you know like like have the central conflict with the emperor do all that stuff but it felt about 10 minutes too long for me. I Part of that, I think, was the fact that they kept having to go back to do, to do Life Day stuff. Yeah. <laughs> because that just kind of felt like it was breaking away from the main story. Because I was more interested in Rey and what was going on with her and Darth Vader than I was with what was going on with Poe and the Tip Yip. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't like to see it uh, completely burned to hell with the, um, the thrusters from the Millennium Vulcan? <laughs> I mean, it was amusing in its own way, but it kind of <laughs> broke up the story. And it, at the end of the day, it felt kind of superfluous. We didn't really need that. No. But they had to call it the holiday special. So they had to keep pointing to the fact that this is Life Day. So yeah. I guess I, that's why they kept doing it. Yeah. And it kind of felt like they used all their resources for the Ray part. And just kind of, like you said, it was kind of an afterthought with all the Life Day stuff. Yeah. Like, had they focused, given a little bit more to that side of it and made it more connect up, like, you could have even, you know, with Ray being gone, you could have taken it more to, Ray is our friend, we miss her, we need her here, she's part of our family, and less about the, oh, well, we need you to cook the tip yip. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe she goes out for, like, some essential ingredient that they're missing, and then she goes on this other side of stuff and, as you know, uses that as an excuse and then ends up going on this whole other journey. Yeah, I don't know. We're probably putting way too much thought into oh, this. Oh, I'm sure. But... <laughs> That's every every time we get together, this is what we do, you know? <laughs> yes. But yeah, it's it's kind of a mixed bag, but I would still recommend watching it at least once. It's oh, fun. Yeah. It was super cute. There's no doubt about it. And, to, you know, you can be at any level of Star Wars fan if you're just prequel That's... or the entire or no, yeah. everything. Like, you can enjoy this. And even though I wanted this more focused on the actual holiday special, a lot of people probably haven't even seen that. So this would make 
no sense if they had completely focused <laughs> on that, especially for kids, because yeah. kids are definitely not going to have seen the holiday special. Oh, no, no way. So I mean, yeah, no, there's, there's only no so much that. that you can do. Yeah, I guess just with the name holiday special, yeah. I wish that there had been just a few more things like, you know, even if you just like there was so much stuff tossed in the background and obviously you don't want to overwhelm. But mm-hmm. with that name comes a certain expectation. Yes. Yeah. Like if you had the Force Awakens and, you know, and even hear people say, you know, Luke wasn't there. He is like the central force user that we know mm-hmm. doesn't appear until the last two minutes. Spoilers. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, even with that, there was some expe- like there was an expectation when you put that name in there. Uh-huh. So I, I don't know. I, I, I agree with you and I understand, but I still like even having more Wookiees as part of it to not have, you know, to not have it be a little bit more Wookiee centric. Yeah, they didn't even do the iconic robes and the orbs. Like well, even, that part was just confusing. <laughs> I know, but like just just like one scene, I just wanted something weird. You need to I, get I, you I, an I, orb and a, and a and a long red robe. I mean, I kind of would love that. <laughs> I don't know what I'd do with it, but it would still be kind of cool. <laughs> no, it was totally cool. But yeah, that's the Lego Star Wars holiday special. Oh, one more question. What did you think of the Porgs? I love the Porgs. <laughs> I I know some Star Wars fans hate the Porgs, but I love the Porgs. They're, they're, really, they're cute. I will say, Itchy went up in my estimation when he ate a Porg. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love the Porgs, but not so much that I don't think that I don't want them to die. <laughs> because it's more hilarious, like roast the one in the, the in the movie where he's roasting the porg, and the other porg is like looking at him in horror. <laughs> I love that scene. <laughs> the porgs are adorable and hilarious, even if they're dying. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> hey, you want to know where the porgs actually came from? Like why they? Well, from a practical perspective, why they appear? Yeah. Yeah. So the island that they they filmed on was off of the court off of the coast of Ireland, and there's all these, oh, what are they puffins? Yeah. And so instead of having to digitally erase all these puffins, they made them all porgs. Yeah, that is such a good idea. I love that they did that. Me too. <laughs> it's one of those things where, like, you if you have this idea and something is in your way, just work with what you've got and make something better out of it. And oh, I love yeah. that they were able to do that. Agreed, a hundred percent. But yeah, we'll probably talk more about that eventually too. Oh, I'm sure we will. We'll get to it all. <laughs> but yeah, I love porgs. I know, <laughs> I, I know, I know. A lot of people hate them, but I love them. I need a Did stuffed you... porg. Yeah, you need you need to roast a porg. <laughs> that would be really hilarious to have like a Star Wars watch party, and have like serve roasted chicken, but say it's roasted porg. <laughs> <laughs> that would be tip yip wouldn't it i mean you could do that too but chewbacca eats a porg in the one in the one movie yeah so. that's true that's true <laughs> that, you really that's... never see anyone eat tip yip unless you're talking about that one weird uh mandalorian reference unless it's in the background because it said the thing that i read said you can see them in return of the jedi somewhere so maybe they're oh. roasting a chicken in the background and they're just retroactively calling that a tip yip 
Oh, it's entirely possible. Or it could have been digitally added, you know, because we needed tip yet. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? I'm sure whatever it was, it was a retcon because what would Star Wars be without retconning something? Oh, amen, brother. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see someone roast a tibia off the back of the Falcon, you know, just like, like burning, burning the hell out of it in the, in the thrusters. That would be something that they would do in some kind of a space balls spiff. spiff. Oh, that if would they, be if they so did a new cool. space balls. <laughs> well, they're, they're making a, a, a history of the world part two. So, you know, why not make another space balls? There, there's a, a podcast that I listen to. Um, do you know the YouTuber Jack's films? Mm-hmm. That I do. He, he does a podcast with his wife and they, they always do these weird game show type challenges. And in one of the ones that I re- listened to most recently, she put together a list of movie titles, like old movie titles that they were sequels to well-known movies. And he was supposed to deduce if they were a real sequel or something that she made up and one of the ones that she made up was so genius that i wanted it to be real it was Spaceballs three the search for episode two (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) that was amazing i was like if they ever did a Spaceballs sequel they should just use that. I mean, they'd probably have to get permission, but that's oh, so yeah. genius. <laughs> Actually, so there's with that same idea, and it's it's such a terrible like it's funny bad, but there's a movie called Thanks Killing, which is about a, a killer turkey, and then there's no Thanks Killing two, but there's a Thanks Killing three, because the main character who is ironically called Turkey goes back to kill all of the people and things and that were involved in Thanks Killing two. Like he's trying to wipe it from existence. <laughs> he's trying to George Lucas it, basically. Okay, so there was no actual two. Nope, not that I found. Okay. But I mean, there might have been. Well, maybe plans maybe for the it. turkey was successful then. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never know. Nope, we won't. One of those great mysteries that'll go down like you know, ships disappearing into the Bermuda Triangle or something. <laughs> oh well got to have some kind of a mystery in the world yeah <laughs> well i suppose we could probably wrap this episode up sure <laughs> you want to let people know where they can find you you can find me life day or any other time of the year uh here on youtube at trivial theater and that's er not re because i'm not fancy enough to wear a red robe and have a giant orb on you know on my theater <laughs> you should yeah exactly i really should that would be awesome um and then you can also find me on twitter at trivia underscore chick okay i will have that linked below and we will see you for another episode we have at least one more plan before the end of the year and then we'll probably get back into star wars next year all right we got a lot of star wars to cover (laughs) so much star wars (laughs) Like an entire Santa's bag of Star Wars. That's fine with me. I love Star Wars. (laughs) Well, I look forward to, to having that journey with you. Okay. Well, until next time. All right. May the forest be with you. Happy Life Day. (laughs) Happy Life Day. (laughs) 
Eat a porg. <laughs> Avoid the tip yep. Thanks for listening to the Disney Movie Marathon. If you like what you've heard, make sure to subscribe on your preferred podcast platform or to our YouTube channel. Make sure to follow my co-hosts as well, and if you want more content from us, check out one of the other podcasts in the iHeartMovies podcast network, or check out my brand new Patreon. My link tree, as well as any other relevant links, will be in the description. We'll be back soon with another brand new episode, so thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.